Welcome to A Satisfied Mind Podcast, a show for and about people who are curious and passionate about this life and having a positive impact through how they live it and leaving this planet and each other better than we found it. My name is Mikey Ellis. I am your host and it is an absolute pleasure to be sharing these conversations with you. So I'll begin this episode with a quick check-in and see how are you doing? I know you can't respond, or perhaps you are, and I appreciate it if you are. Um, at least you're probably thinking about how you're doing, and you know I'm interested and I want to know. Um, it's important to ask these questions, to ask that question at this time when so much is going on, um, and there's a lot that's happening that's just it's hard to deal with. It's really important to acknowledge that. Um, and there's a lot that's not okay. I was having a conversation earlier on today talking about things, um, you know, life in general and, and how it's all going to be okay. And, and, and sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. And I was, you know, reminded of a, a perspective that was shared by a fellow called Sadhguru, who's an Indian teacher, philosopher, mystic. Um, who I've been listening to a fair bit of recently, uh, just like his perspective, and uh, he talked about everything might not be okay and everything sometimes isn't okay, but we can be okay with everything as it is. And uh, it's just, a, you know, it's an interesting perspective to, to take to go, well, regardless of what's going on in the world, um, how am I and what can I do? to respond in a way that is, um, yeah, to not be so drawn into and impacted and influenced and traumatized by by what's going on in the world. Um, inevitable at times to be uh, affected by what's going on, but there's, um, yeah, there's just a lot that's happening in the world at this point in time. And I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. And I hope that these conversations, um, these podcast episodes, and particularly this Conscious Culture series of episodes, um, maybe provide some perspective for you that helps you deal with uh, everything that's going on. Because the truth is, it is a lot to take on board. It is a lot to be aware of. It's a lot to to witness, and it's a lot to be present to um, with just so much upheaval, change, suffering happening in the world at the moment. So that's important just to just to acknowledge and uh, I don't want to I don't mean to start with, you know, kind of heavy sort of intro, but kind of feels like that's where we are, that's where I'm at at the moment. Um, but there's a lot going on and there's a lot that is just so profoundly beautiful to be appreciative of and grateful for as well and so um i'll keep focusing on on that just as much as acknowledging some of the um some of the suffering that's going on in the world at the moment but wherever you are whatever you're doing whatever your experience is uh, i hope that you're uh, doing okay and if you're not doing okay i hope that um you're okay with your current experience this episode, this is the second last episode in a mini-series 
I guess it's six episodes on, on building a conscious culture, whether that be whether that culture be a work culture, a family culture, a relationship culture, a team culture. Essentially what we're talking about is awareness and developing self-awareness and relational awareness and environmental you know, contextual awareness. And why? Why is this important? Well, because we need to change how we work. We need to change how we interact and we need to change how we relate to each other so that we may develop greater awareness and compassion and empathy and connection to ourselves and each other and and, and the world around us so that we might create a more just and more peaceful, more inclusive, more loving community in which we might belong. And this starts with you, starts with me, starts with us, and it extends to our relationships and it influences the culture we're creating. It influences and it impacts everything. And that's what this episode is about, co-creating or creating and manifesting, call it whatever you will. We've looked at why we do what we do uh, in previous episodes, exploring awareness and understanding and unblocking or letting go. This is about taking action and how we might do this. Knowledge, understanding, awareness, and experience are all essential, but wasted unless you put it into action. So this episode, co-creating, is about putting it all into action, consciously, of course. This is really about taking responsibility for what you're thinking, for what you're doing, for what you're putting out into the world. What version of yourself are you putting out into the world? What impact are you having? We've already looked at awareness and understanding. This is where we put it into action. And this is a very action-oriented step. Uh, This is where we apply the awareness and understanding to what we're doing. But it's not just about doing for doing something's sake. It's not just about action, but it's about action with conscious awareness and a really clear understanding of why you're doing what you're doing. With awareness of your intention, obviously, and with awareness of the impact you're having. I feel like I keep saying awareness, but God, it's the most, it's the most important thing. Okay. Coming back to responsibility, however, uh, I'll share with you something that's really just had such a significant impact on my life and how I live it. It's a simple flip of that, um, that proverb from Spider-Man, you know, the movie Spider-Man, I'm not sure which one it was, maybe Spider-Man 2, um, uh, where Uncle Ben reminds Peter Parker, he says, with great power comes great responsibility. It's true. But the problem with power is that it's not evenly or fairly distributed. And there are too many people who have it, who abuse it. And who also, and it also presumes that you know, without power, you need not take responsibility. That's just bullshit. Instead, I like to think in terms of, of just flipping that, that quote. With great responsibility comes great power. When we take responsibility, we have the power to influence and to change. And despite our circumstances, there is always something we can take responsibility for, not the least of which is our thoughts, what we choose to focus on and what we choose to do about it. I don't know too many people who are willing to take responsibility for everything they experience. But what I've found is that the more I do the greater power and control over um, my experience, or at least you know my capability to respond, to choose, and 
to consciously choose rather than simply react and be controlled by, you know, default thinking and behavior. So responsibility is such a, such a key to actually making changes in your life. Now, speaking of responsibility, I'm not a big fan of the military style, just fucking do it, win at all costs, get up at 4.30 a.m. and hustle through the hurt and hardcore extreme action kind of leadership responsibility. I get it and I think it applies and is absolutely essential in some contexts. Um, and, and I really did enjoy reading Jocko Wilnick's book called Extreme Leadership. Um, and, I, you know, and I, and I appreciate his uh, approach to this. He's an ex-Navy SEAL, hardcore, take no prisoners, no time for weakness kind of guy. Um, and his approach to leadership and responsibility uh, is that everything is your responsibility, all of it. Whether it's your fault or not, it's your responsibility that it happened and that you do something about it. And I like this. I think it's true. And not just in leadership, but in everything we do. When you take 100% responsibility for everything you think and feel and do, there's no place to hide. There's no one to blame. And you very quickly become the one who has greater control over your experience than, than anything else or anyone else. This shift, applying this awareness, has changed my life. I'm not saying I do it all the time because it's bloody hard and there is so much unconditioning to do. It's such a threat to your ego and identity to take responsibility for it all, but it's an incredibly powerful way of beginning to understand the power you have, the power we have to create or at least to influence your experience. Another way of looking at responsibility in the context of creating, manifesting, co-creating, perhaps a more gentle uh, approach is from Gary Zukov. Um, And this is a quote from his book, Seat of the Soul. He says, "Every, every action, thought and feeling is motivated by an intention. And that intention is to, is a cause that exists as one with an effect. If we participate in the cause, it is not possible for us not to participate in the effect. Uh, in this most profound way, we are held responsible for our every action, thought, and feeling, which is to say, for our every intention. We ourselves shall partake of the fruit of every intention. I like this. And there are so many, end quote, by the way, um, there are so many frameworks for how to act intentionally, how to create consciously, or how to manifest. Manifestation is certainly a thing. Um, that more and more people are becoming aware of now. Uh, truth is, you've, we've all been manifesting our entire lives. It's just a case of how conscious we've been or how conscious you've been of that process. Now there are so many teachers, coaches, processes, you know, to help guide you. Um, everything from the secret to, you know, hardcore neuroscience. A lot of it, misses the point uh, and a lot of it is not really addressing um, the fundamental science and foundations uh, of metaphysics and the and the and the world in which we live and how we inter interact and integrate with it uh, but 
I suggest you find a process that works for you. I've looked into plenty of them um, and I've got some to recommend if you're, uh, if you're interested in exploring further. But for now, I'll share with you a simple model um, that kind of works for me. Uh, it's five steps. It's actually quite a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a subset of a more complex model um, which explains how to do each step in detail. But for now, here's just an overview. It's a really simple kind of five-step five approach to co-creating or at least becoming aware of what you're creating and how you're doing it. The first step is to ask simply, what is your intention to be clear about what it is that you want? And and most importantly, how you want to feel. There is so much more I could go into with regards to setting intentions, um, but I'll leave it at that for now. And it's a, again, it's a conversation I'd happily go into in, in more detail. If you're interested, let me know and we can do a whole episode on this. Um, but asking and setting an intention is essential and to have a visceral physical emotional as much as possible a tangible connection to what that intention is without an attachment to the outcome to have an intention but not an attachment to the outcome or how it plays out or how it comes to be that's that's such a key, such an important key, because otherwise you're going to miss so much in the, in the process, which leads me to step two, which is awareness and allowing. What are you aware of and what are you allowing? What are you, what are you noticing? How are you feeling? What is your guidance and your insight and your intuition telling you? And if you aren't aware of that, then what's stopping you? And will you allow yourself to be guided? What are the fears or the beliefs or the conditioning that is stopping you? Will you allow yourself to indulge in what that feels like to be guided and allow what stories or beliefs that don't serve you to be let go? So step number two is awareness and allowing. Step number three is to act, to do something, take action and do things that are in alignment with what it is you desire or want or want to feel or, you know, want to become. Again, a whole nother rabbit hole of uh, of content we can go down there when it comes to taking action. And step number four is appreciating and acknowledging such an important step in this. You know, this is about being present. It's about having emotional acuity and appreciating and accentuating what's working for you, what feels good, and acknowledging what's not and doing something about that. This is being really intentional um, on what you're focusing on, you know, and Yes, it's about gratitude and it's about appreciation and it's about just taking a moment as much as you can, whenever you can, whenever you remember to, particularly when you're overwhelmed, to look around and go, fuck, okay, there is so much going on and there is so much I can be grateful for. And just to take a moment to acknowledge that and accentuate that which you're grateful for, that which you appreciate. And ideally dial up the the physical sensations of what that feels like to be in that state of appreciation and gratitude because that stuff's powerful and that really helps to shift energy and attention and focus onto those things that already uh, align to what it is that you're wanting to, to create. 
so that's really important. And I, you know, I mentioned um, overwhelm. I, I think it's such a, such a essential um, and effective antidote to overwhelm. In fact, present moment awareness and gratitude and appreciation is the antidote to just about everything. Uh, I reckon. Okay, step number four is aligning. Sorry, step number five, uh, aligning. Constant calibration to your intention. It's just that, and again, it's awareness. You know, it's 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 asking, it's allowing, it's awareness, it's acting, it's appreciating, acknowledging. Alignment is calibration to all of this and ongoing awareness, aligning your thoughts, your words, your actions with your intention. Something to point out here uh, and something really important to remember when it comes to co-creating or manifesting is that this is where you get your hands dirty. This is where you scrape your knees and make mistakes and get it wrong and fuck it up and hurt, get hurt and fail and, you know, fail more often than not, you know, and be wondering what the fuck you're doing and if you're actually doing anything of value. You know, when you take aligned action to you know, towards your intentions. When you try to create something new, a new experience, you will fuck it up. It is inevitable. It is guaranteed. The key is not to be discouraged. The key is to remember to align what to what you're doing and remember why you're doing this, you know, and to have that acuity, that emotional sort of sensory awareness to realize, acknowledge what's working and what's not. Um, constant calibration and alignment. And you will be discouraged. You will be disillusioned. You will be dejected and wonder if it's all worth it. You wouldn't be doing this work if it wasn't worth it. And the fact is, you're doing great. You're in the game. You're in the you're in the arena, having a crack. You're exactly where you need to be, and you're where you're somewhere where the vast majority of the population are simply not. You're in the game. Most people are too scared to fucking step up and play. You know, and and you are, and and so give yourself a break when it feels like you're just not making any progress. It's meant to be challenging. You are going to suck at this, and you are going to get better. And the sooner you give yourself a break, the the easier it will become. One final uh, final point to make uh, is to be conscious of who or what you're co-creating with. This work is a constant dialogue. And it's an energy exchange and a relationship. Now, this could be with yourself. It could be with your fear. It could be with ego, with the universe or with love or with another person. But it's always in relation to another or something else. The question is, what is that other? And what's its voice? And what's its influence? And how does it affect you and what you do? For example, you may become really familiar with your ego and your fears and you may use these and their voice to help guide you towards the things that you know you desire and that will help you to grow. It may be, you know, you may be creating in relationship with your truth or universal truth or love and use it to guide you in your decisions and your actions. Either way, there is a dialogue going on inside your head and your body and the question is who's doing the talking? And who are you listening to? To do this work, it is essential that at times you take the seat of the uh, the perspective of the object, objective observer, of the thinker of the thoughts, not the thoughts themselves. This is what Zukov refers to as the seat of the soul. It's what I 
call the objective observer. Developing that awareness and perspective is crucial. It is a head fuck, <laughs> to be honest. Um, because we're kind of, you know, talk, going back to talking about actions, right? Taking action and being aware. We're having this awareness from within the body, from within our minds. And it's almost like you can't see, you can't read the label from inside the box, right? So, but we have to do the best we can with what we've got. The What's important to, 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 to note at this stage in this process is that you are constantly having a dialogue and there's always a perspective that you're choosing. The question is who you're listening to and what perspective uh, are you coming from? All right, so with that, I'm going to leave this episode here. Uh, if you want more info or resources, frameworks, processes, techniques, etc., for manifesting or consciously creating, let me know. I'm happy to share what I've found and share my experiences of, what, of what's worked for me. And it's, you know, different people, different teachers, different methodologies have, you know, kind of worked differently for different people. You've just got to find one that works for you. Um, and, you know, this stuff does work when you allow it, when you work it. So, you know, so many people have asked me how I get to do the kind of things I do, you know, that I'm lucky or things always work out for me and, and they do. But the truth is I work bloody hard to make that happen. And so much of that hard work is simply staring down ego and challenging fears and letting go. And that letting go, confronting um, and, and loving through fear can feel like the hardest thing to do, but fuck, it's worth it. In fact, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing than loving and choosing love, you know, being love in the face of fear as hard as it is. And it is a constant work in progress, but it is good work. And I encourage you um, to keep going, to keep doing this work. It matters. And we need you to, we need you to do this work more than ever. All right, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. I always appreciate your messages, your feedback, your comments. So please keep them coming and share the love. In fact, right now, take a moment to send someone you're thinking about a message. Tell them you're thinking about them and how much they mean to you. You will never know how much they just might need to hear that message from you right now. Until next week, take care of yourself. Be kind to each other. We need kindness now and we need you uh, now. So look after yourself and we'll chat soon.